Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamins Plus, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. <sighs> Do you smell that? The greatness in the air. But I got to bring some people back down to reality. You know, it's funny how when we talk about sports in general, we disrespect, you know, guys that's on the verge of becoming great. Now, Let's talk about the NBA, because I'm going all over the place. Luka Doncic, last night. I don't know what it is. When Luka plays against super teams, he puts on a show. Especially, he got the Suns number and the Clippers number. He dropped 41 last night. 41. The Clippers have no answer for Luka Doncic. The Suns have no answer for Luka Doncic. If Luka moves up in the playoff bracket, I think he should move up in the MVP race. Because right now, I think they're in the fifth seed. I mean, fifth or sixth, not even the sixth seed. They're right behind. I think they're a game behind the Pelicans. And the Pelicans are like four, two games behind the the Denver uh, Nuggets. So the West is heating up. Teams are starting to... Drop and fall. Of course, Golden State won last night because of Steph Curry and Wiggins and a contribution from everybody else. But it's getting real out there. Teams are starting to figure out who their identity is. Last night, you saw Kyrie Irving going off. You saw Hardaway going off. Lively, Luka, PJ Washington came to the party with two blocks. The Mavs starting to have pieces. I'm not saying that they're 2011 Mavs, but they're having pieces where it's coming along. Like, it's not just Luka going on. Luka scoring and defending. I mean, Luka scoring and, you know, facilitating, but everybody else is doing their part. And then you got Kyrie Irving, who's doing what he does best. Get buckets. So, with that being said, and you can even see the Pelicans are starting to play good basketball. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Just hope Brandon Ingram comes back and plays. But um, I want to jump right into football for just a second. I'm going around the world in 80 days, part two. Um, It's funny how all these Ravens fans are reaching out saying, we want this player, we want that player, we want this player, we want that player. We can't afford them. We can't afford them. Like, I hear everybody talking about the Ravens should get uh, Derrick Henry. I would love to, but we can't afford him. They get Saquon Barkley. Can't afford him. Austin Eckler. Can't afford him. Josh Jacobs. Can't afford him. We can't afford none of these people the way everybody wants to. Like, how can you literally say we can afford them? We can't even pay PQ or Justin Manabike. When your quarterback asks for $260 million, yeah, that goes out the window. It goes out the window because it's like you can't resign nobody. He's taking up all the money. But then, people, I want y'all to heed my warning. 
when people start leaving, don't all of a sudden be like, what's going on? Where are we spending our money at? Well, why the Ravens are so bad? Remember, the quarterback got $260 million. Remember that. Also, another thing. I want to talk about the Bears and Justin Fields. Now, the Bears, for the second time in a row, they had the first overall pick. And once again, the Bears are clueless, uneducated when it comes to picking a quarterback. They're the worst teams for quarterbacks. I think the best quarterback in their history is probably Jay Cutler. And they went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. And before that, like they was known for quarterback. They was known for good running game, good defense. But, you know, the game is the game. I look at what I see with the Bears. It's not rocket science. Trade Justin Fields and go get Kayla Williams. Go get him. You can get Justin Fields for a low draft, I mean, low first-round pick. And people say, no, 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 teams ain't going to go for it. If a team needs a quarterback, they're going to go for that. Watch, it's going to be somebody to ask for him. Somebody's going to ask for him. Because nobody is so, from based on what a lot of analysts and scouts said at the Senior Bowl, they're not really too sold on Michael Penix Jr. or uh, Bo Knox or uh, J.J. McCarthy. They're, they're not sold on them quarterbacks. Drake Mays, they said, is okay, but the guy to get is Caleb Williams. But they're not sold on these guys. I mean, I can't really blame them. Like, Michael Penox Jr., he's been hurt. Hurt a lot. Ribs, knee. That's a lot. Bo Knox. Not good at competition. Got a spot took by a freshman. I mean, he did turn it around at Oregon. That's nice, but I want to see competition. Can you get your spot back? He could have got a spot back, but he didn't want to compete. And then, you know, J.J. McCarthy, we don't know. He's a, like a he's not really a franchise guy, but he could be a guy that can win you some games. So he would probably be like a third-round pick. Michael Penix Jr., probably a second-rounder. Paul Knox, a second rounder. The only one that should go in the first round, or only two that probably should go in the first round, is Drake Mays and Kayla Williams. Bez, it's not a hard decision. Go ahead and draft him. Uh, if I was the commanders, I wouldn't draft a quarterback because that defeats the purpose. That's a waste of a pick. You already picked up a quarterback. He's, Sam Howell's already good. Sam, the difference between Sam Howell and Drake Mays is Drake Mays is taller. He's 6'4". Like, y'all don't need a quarterback. Y'all need, y'all need a receiver, somebody like another receiver. 
somebody that can go like can really break the bank and like take over a game. But you know, somebody gonna make a mistake and somebody gonna drop, somebody gonna go to a team of their dreams, and everybody gonna be like, What the hell happened? But that is the game. Because we play we lit we watch football. But these guys, I don't know, they think they playing Madden or something because the way they draft is just confusing. And they wonder why they let guys like Puka Nakua fall, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, uh, Cooper Cup, Jordan Davis, Kyle Hamilton. They let guys like that fall. And then wonder why they didn't pick them up when they had the opportunity to. The game is the game. But far as the bad situation with Justin Fields, that uh, relationship is ruined. They ruined that relationship off the simple fact that, you know, each and people don't pay attention. Yeah, the fans can want something, but the organization is going to do what's best for the organization. And I feel as though they starting over. It's starting over. Why not? You already got rid of Eddie Jackson, a high-graded safety. He's gone. You already got rid of some of your coaching staff. You might as well go get a quarterback that you feel is good and can benefit for the future. I don't see why not they don't go get Caleb Williams and then use the Panthers pick to go get the receiver from LSU. So that's two receivers right there. Then on top of that, if you can get another pick, potential first-round pick, you go get a tackle. Or in the other way around, you go get the tackle with the Panthers pick. Then you go get a receiver. There are plenty of receivers. And the NFL draft. There's plenty of them. The sleeper that nobody's really talking about is the receiver from Florida State. The best receiver in the draft, of course, is Marvin Harrison Jr. The second best receiver is the receiver from LSU. And the sleeper is the one from Florida State. But there's a lot of, watch how a lot of people fall because somebody's going to make a mistake and overreach. Somebody going to drop. And everybody going to be like, man, that's crazy. How you going to let him fall like that? It's easy. It's easy when you're not paying attention and you're just going for a household name. Best player available. That's what we do, the Ravens, because we're like number 30. It's going to be best player available. If there's a, a, what is it? What do we need? Well, I'll say, like, we need an offensive tackle. And the first two tackles are going to be gone. If that Florida State receiver right there, I wouldn't be surprised if we picked him up. I wouldn't be surprised if a top-tier defensive tackle's there. I wouldn't be surprised we go there either. I know in the later round, we probably get a corner that nobody know about. But he's just a serviceable guy to be out there. Cause right now we're we're lingering for a corner. 
But the game is the game. Then we got Tank fighting Frank Martin. A guy that a lot of people in Tank earlier years was saying he was ducking him. Now he busts to fight him. A lot of people talking about Tank is fighting safe. I don't believe he's fighting safe. I believe guys don't want to fight him. Like they can call out Tank's name and this and that. I think Tank is paying attention closely to that Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney fight. I think he wants to fight Devin Haney. Um because that's the moneymaker fight. So if this fight is uh, if Tank and Frank Martin's fight is in the springtime, we can look forward to seeing another fight from Tank before the year is out. Because it makes sense. Like we all criticize I mean, a lot of people criticize Tank, but I don't see nobody criticizing uh Canelo Alvarez for ducking Benavidez. I ain't nobody saying nothing about that. Ah, later top before another day. Gotcha. Then of course we got Francis Ngannou. He's supposed to be going to the UFC. Back to the UFC. I guess you know they changed some things around, but I still look forward to watching him fight Anthony Joshua. Because the fact that he held his own in the boxing ring against the best of the best. He's well-respected. And he can take some of his skills that he learned in boxing over to the UFC and really do some damage. Who knows? Can't wait to see John Bones Jones come back. I just I just love when the fight game is at its all-time high. When, it's, when they do the fights that need to happen. So that's just me. Roley versus Pitbull. Can't wait to see it. Ryan versus Devin Haney. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Crawford. No, I'm sorry. I don't think he's fighting Terrence Crawford. I think he's fighting uh, somebody. I forgot who it was. But it's not Benavidez. I think he's fighting a Charlo brother. I'm like, why would you fight one of them? But that's just me. Of course, EA Sports is giving away money for, I think, 11,000 student athletes that's going to be featured in the game. So that's another check right there. I look forward to playing NCAA football because the road to Dynasty is definitely where I'm going to be at. And Madden, I hope you're listening because y'all will be losing value if NCAA football comes out. Because nobody is going to want to play Madden anymore when the NCAA football comes out. If you don't believe me, look at all the years that NCAA football has came out compared to the Madden stats. But, you know, in other words, in the sports world, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Like I said, the NBA is heating up. MLB is on the rise, you know, in spring training. Look forward to, you know, talking about the Orioles, you know, reflecting on what they did last year and seeing that they improve. Because I'm hearing they got some heavy hitters coming out of spring training that's making some noise. So I look forward to seeing what they do. I look forward to seeing uh, uh, Otani, you know, doing well. 
Um, hopefully he can get back to pitching. I think he still got a year left on his injury, so he might not be pitching this season. I look forward to seeing, you know, what uh, Maryland's basketball team does next year. This year is kind of, you know, gone with the wind. But hopefully next year they be a household team because from what I'm hearing is that, you know, they got a lot of people to sway to come to Maryland football too. So we're going to be paying attention to Maryland next season in both sports to see if that, you know, that sway of power comes to Maryland side. So I look forward to seeing what that's going to be like. But right now I'm paying attention to seeing what the college women basketball does because the other day I was talking to somebody about college women basketball compared to men's basketball. And a lot of people was like, it's very entertaining now. I said, it's always been. The difference is, is that the talent is spread out a little bit more than the men's. The men's is like everybody got talent on their teams or lack thereof. So you got guys that's building from the ground up and you be like, oh, who is this? Who is that? But I'm not going to spend and give you too much news on what's going on. I got to say something for the big day. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and this is Vitamin Sports. Have a great day.